Okay, now that I'm recording again, <laughs> your station of choice is our HD2 station, which plays what? Christmas music, all year. But you're going to crap on... Oh, no, sir. I would rather listen to that than pop. I would rather listen to that than country. All year? All year. Oh, no. I literally have not... They turn that on right after Christmas, and I that is the only station I listen to if I listen to the radio, which is not... Like, I don't listen to the radio in my own car. I listen to my the radio in my wife's car. So your wife listens to Christmas music all year long? Yeah. Yep. But, but I, I mean... No. Yeah, no. We, we have a strong preference for it. So. Okay. Well, you know, I'm not going to crap on that. Yeah, yeah, other yeah, than yeah. saying it's terrible. Warm Christmas all year. Oh, my dot God. Com. Um, okay, let's do this. Let's do the show. I love this show. Mm-hmm. Welcome to the Bite Me Podcast. My name is Adam West. We are on episode 121. I am Cliff Johnson. I am also on episode 121. Uh, the Dylan, I've missed a couple episodes, so technically this is not my 121st episode. Fair enough. <laughs> Threw both of you under the bus. <laughs> but I met an apartment building named after you. That's so weird. I heard about that. <laughs> I Dylan. also <laughs> met a guy earlier around lunchtime. His name was Kevin Dylan. Kevin Dylan. Kevin Dylan? Dude with two yeah. first names, one that's Or Dylan's two last name. names, apparently. <laughs> also true. I used to, uh, work with a guy in New Orleans. His name was Michael Bryan. Oh, wow. Yeah. God-given name, like, that, not God-given, but, you know, birth name, like, real name. <laughs> I pronounce you. What is that called? Like, yeah, 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 you're fine. Yeah, that thing. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, um, so enough about that. My dad worked with a guy named Richard Head. Anyway. For real? Yeah, for honestly for real? real. He also, uh, like, I don't, I, don't, we're, I don't know when we cross a line here, but he also worked with a dude named Harry Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> so... I like it. Both of them, and and both of them just like owned it too. Like when that's that your name, so great. Yeah, like, what do you? Your do? choice is either to to change, change your it name. or go by it. And he said that that Richard had would just like, hey, my name's Richard, but you can call me Dick every time. Wow, it's good. <sighs> okay, this is a heck of an intro. Uh, yes, it is. All right, so uh, what's this thing called GDC? Is that did it happened or is it still going on? I think it's all week. Okay, so it's going on, and one of the big announcements was the thing that everybody was expecting, um, an official announcement from Google for their streaming service, their streaming on-demand gaming platform thing, whatever you want to call it. Stadia is actually well, what we'd like to call it. Let's call it that. Uh, that was announced, so we will talk about that. Also, Disney might be bringing back LucasArts. A bunch of games are coming to Switch because of a little Nindy's uh, Direct that happened, I think, today. Yeah, I didn't actually watch it, but... Yeah, everybody got real excited. Um, Oculus is launching a new headset. Actually, they're launching two headsets. That is true. This one was just announced uh, today or earlier this week. I only care about one of them. I'm kind of into both of them, yeah, that's honestly. Uh, Konami's bringing back a bunch of retro games to the Switch, plus we've got some questions, some cheap free games, and a Humble Bundle is in there as well. And, oh, look, a game that is uh, free mm, still. A great Again. Well, it's, it's, it's more like we pre-tease this one. Okay. So I want to like... I feel like this, this game is, is pre-tease. Free. Oh, yeah, it's been free a bunch of times, but this is just free somewhere else this time. Well, that's fine. Yeah. Pre-tease is slightly redundant, but yeah. I like it anyway. Kind of. A unless it's, it's Unless it's me pre-teasing you. Like, I'm Please about, don't. I'm about to tease you. Hey. I'm, I'm going to hit you with you. a tease. Anyway. And that's a tease. All right. Yeah. Ooh. This is how this is going to go today. Yep. Um, but first we start with what we are playing, and I think Dylan should go first. Why? Because. Um, <laughs> that's because exactly I why. also didn't write anything in the notes like you. I know exactly what I've been playing. What did though. you play then? Well, that's not the question at the moment. It's the question I just asked you. Okay. Do you, have you been playing anything? Yeah. Um, well, <laughs> since the... <laughs> 
What? I'm playing a game now called Semantics. Um, I played with your dog for a while. Oh, yeah. That was awesome. And your dog played with your cat for a and while? And then he licked the cat a bunch, and the cat was just <laughs> taking it. Just wouldn't move. Just wet cat. Just soaking wet slobber right. cat. You know the, 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 the scene in the new uh, uh, Pet Cemetery trailer where that cat yeah. is just sitting there just all matted and whatever? That's exactly whatever. what it looked like. My cat looked just like that cat minus the twigs and dirt. I'm so disappointed I wasn't there. Because Adam's cat sad. is very fluffy, which just means it's more to soak up the, the <laughs> slobber. It was... And then... But, the aggressive licking kept causing uh, her ear to to f- flip back, like where their ears yeah. get caught, right? And, and she then just sit there, and then she just sit there, and of course it stuck. So I would go to to fix the ear, but then I was like, "Oh, wet cat!" <laughs> like it was so. Is this like a thing oh, Dart cat. does, or was it just? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh. I say, "All right, Dart, go give sister kisses," and she, her little button nubbin will get go crazy. I'm like, "Go give sister kisses," and she'll go find her, and she will just love, 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 love until Kitty's not ha- until Kitty's no longer having it. Which, but that never honestly, happened. That night was the first time I've ever seen her just be like, like "All right," for an hour. Th- yeah, it was probably about an hour off and on that just sat there Mostly and got on. licked. We have guests. I'll behave. Interesting. Um, yeah. <laughs> Normally she's scratching like, and clawing at people, right, but that um, was cute. Anyway. Uh, since I was not at the previous edition of this podcast, in the early parts where oh, we yeah. talked about what we were playing, I finished Crackdown 3. I'm also playing Crackdown 3, and yep. I'm on, like, the final boss. So we could talk about Crackdown 3. Right. Um, I really enjoyed it. I am really enjoying yeah. it. It was, uh, it, was, it was a lot of fun, and I think after the first two hours you play that game, it's significantly more enjoyable. Yeah. And it just gets more enjoyable till the end because you get bigger, you get buffer, you get stronger, you get faster. You get bigger guns that shoot 16 rockets at once with homing uh-huh. devices in the rocket launchers. Oh, but and the, then, the grenade. And then the... Uh, Crap, I the, forget what it's called. It's the, so cool. The, it, it's the word that means... Singularity, singularity grenade. Singularity grenade. It, you throw it, and it, it creates, creates a, a black yeah. hole and sucks anything that's like smaller than like an armored... Tr- anything smaller than an armored truck. So up to and including armored trucks, and we'll just suck it into a single place, and then explodes. Yeah. It's incredible. Oh, it's do so they good. explode like in an explosion, or do they explode and go flying all over the place? They ex- both. There's an Usually explosion, there's a, and they... so much going on, I have no idea, honestly. Yeah, they, they blow into all sorts of pieces. But yeah, that game, it, like I said, it That's reminds me so much of Saints Row 4, mm-hmm. where you just keep getting those little icons, and you keep getting... You can jump faster and higher, and double jump, and triple jump, and force push forward, yeah. where you you're just hopping from building to building to building to building. Yeah. And when you get the double vertical and the double horizontal mm-hmm. boost, it's amazing. Uh, you can really get around. Big guns. Um, like I was telling Dylan, we were talking about it earlier, and, and it's interesting the more you play that game, the more detailed you realize that world is. That you realize that every single area of that world has a completely yeah. different um, type of buildings that are in yeah. it. Like different neighborhoods. Like you have the. The kind of boardwalky, like down south, like yeah. Louisiana looking kind of shanty town yep. type neighborhood. And then you have, of course, the the big high rise spot with the In huge the buildings. And then you've got kind of like a like almost like a downtown area where there's like all these clubs yeah. and there's um Yeah, kinda of like the Hollywood kind of district. Yeah. And then there's like very much industrial districts. There's very much like 
kind of like rundown, crappy neighborhoods that you go to, and they all are very distinct. Um, there's very specific kinds of businesses. There's a lot of very distinct signage in all these different places. But it's interesting because it's not super evident from the very first. Yeah. Like you almost have to get to the point where you're going between them really rapidly to notice that the the areas you're in change as you go from area to area, from like section to section. But uh, I'm having a great time with it. I'm actually on my way up to fight the final boss. Um, the last couple bosses you have to find are in these huge, tall, high-rise buildings that you have to, like, scale and climb and, you know, jump fight up on these and- giant, like, fans that blow you up. And it, they're they're really cool yeah. and they're incredibly well-designed, um, like, the way you get up to them. It's tons of fun. So. Yeah. Yeah, they're good little pseudo puzzle platforming segments. Yeah. Um, some of the pu- the platforming in that game can be kind of obnoxious. Yeah. Specifically, like the propaganda towers, because they have like flippy rotating things and lasers, and they put checkpoints sometimes in good spots, and then other times it's like, why didn't you put a checkpoint here? Yeah. Because this part of my 3D platforming is very obnoxious because of depth perception and the chance of if you accidentally overjump a little bit and you try to correct you end up clicking the yeah. thumbstick and boosting off and you can't Ooh. you can't redeem yourself no. and then you end up like going a little bit too far and then you trigger outside of the checkpoint so it starts you at the bottom again and it's like there's a couple times where things like that happen that make you kind of not want to do those but when you actually are like fighting up towers and stuff that those sections are generally pretty well designed i feel like yeah. that you kind of is a lot easier. Not easy, but it's like you feel confident. Well, and there's a lot of like bases that you get. Like even if you fall off and miss your checkpoint, you can go back to a base pretty right. easily. Right. Um, I actually skipped all of the propaganda towers. Like a hundred percent, I didn't do any of them, and I skipped yeah. almost all of the agility races too because I just didn't think they were fun. Yeah. So I'm like, I, did I don't f- have to do them. So I did I a few of them. the races just because I wanted to boost my agility as fast <clears throat> yeah. as possible, and I just naturally occurred upon them i didn't actively seek them out like i would i would go after the orbs when i see an orb yeah. i'm like i'm getting it yeah and i think that's it. why i don't have the triple jump is yeah. i didn't do any other races so whatever but I, I should beat that tonight i thought i was going to beat it yesterday but i think i'll have that done tonight yeah. and then i'll start uh, metro 2033 which is our dlc plays for this month so super fun playing yeah. anything else um yes but i'm gonna save it until next week when i've played it a little bit more okay yeah interesting that's a tease i went to comic-con all weekend oh. um so i didn't play many games besides I, I finished up the walking dead and then i've been playing crackdown so i guess if you want to finally hear because i've been i've been playing the walking dead but i haven't been talking about it um we recorded the uh bite me dlc plays uh episode of the walking dead last night it's super long so i guess like brace yourself it's like <laughs> two hours and 18 minutes long wow um it went out to patrons today, and it'll be out for everybody else next Monday. So okay. if you want to hear um, what I thought about Our The Walking Dead. Yeah. It's, it wasn't, I, I did not think highly of it in any way. That's so weird. So, You're one of the few people I think I've talked you to know, the that, funny thing just is not into it. If you go out and look at the Metacritic ratings for it, um, it's really interesting because there's a bunch of people that are like, oh my God, greatest game I've ever played. And then there's a not a lot, but a bunch of people that are feel the exact same way about it that I do. Um, hmm. I was very interested. Like it's a very much like love this game so much, or I just think the story <clears throat> is terrible. So gotcha. We'll see. Cool, I mean, right. go listen. I guess. And uh, that, like you said, it's available now for patrons. Yep. Uh, Monday for everybody else. Cool. It was good. Um, so I went on a trip to Dallas this past weekend, and I brought my Switch with me, and I thought, you know, why not spend some more money on stuff. That I like makes, the way you think. I don't because I have a house to pay for. <laughs> um, so I picked up two games and I only played one because, well, 
I don't have 200 hours to drop into two games. Uh, I picked up Xenoblade 2. Oh, or Xenogears. Did you play it? No. Because oh. I know that that's going to be a thing. It's going to take a long time. Uh, what, what is it? Xenogear or Xenoblade? Xenogear. Well, okay. now that you've said it, I think if you hadn't it's said it. Xeno Xenoblade 2? Xenoblade Warriors 2, right? No, I don't know. Whatever. I think that is what it is called. I'm, I know I'm wrong. Whatever. Um, so I picked that up, and also Diablo 3. Mm. And I've never played a Diablo game at all, ever. Um, I've played Diablo-like games. Yeah, because you've played um, uh, that one. Yep. We say it. The Runic Games game. And we all... Oh, forget it. Super good game, though. Yeah. So, no, I'm, I really, really like it. It's... Uh, Torchlight. There you go. Um, so, yeah, Diablo 3, I'm sure I'm one of the very few people who haven't played this game. So, you know, if you've played this game, you know what I'm talking about. And if you liked it, you know what I'm talking about. How do you think, how do you like it on the Switch? Like, it, yeah, I mean, so, it's hard for you. haven't played anywhere else, so it's hard to compare. Right. But. Um, I think it's a pretty perfect game for the Switch. Yeah. Um, it looks amazing. Even though I know it's not the most graphically intense game, but it looks really, really, really good. Everything is super clean. Everything is bright, crisp. Um, the animation, the frame rate is beautiful. Okay. I've not seen any kind of weird graphical stuff, any weird, like, slowdown slow or, or anything. Yeah. And there's been a lot going on on the screen. For a game that came out a long time ago, like, I was really shocked when you came and told me. I was like, oh, when did that game come out? And I was thinking, like, I don't know, 2015, 2014. I didn't even know it was. 2012. I thought it was older than 2012. Yeah, that I didn't game know it was is that new. gorgeous looking for yeah. something that came out in 2012. And I, I, like I said, when I told this to you, and I said, I don't know if it's an unpopular opinion or not, but I think that Diablo actually plays better on consoles than it does on PC. Mm-hmm. I like I the experience you. of playing it on a console better. Yeah, I like I, it. Except multiplayer. Multiplayer is terrible. Um, on consoles because when you when you like you spend a lot of time in that game choosing armor and choosing weapons and deciding what you want to keep and what you want to get rid of so on and so forth mm-hmm. on console if you're playing with someone else every time they pause to pull that menu it pauses your game as well which kind of sucks oh no but that would drive me insane it, it, it mostly just means that you have to be a little more cooperative in how you do it where like maybe you go through stuff and think about it before you go into your mission well you that or your... you go do a bunch of stuff and then you go okay guys let's go through our stuff because if you both pot you can both do your your inventory at the same time um you just can't um it's not polite to just do it whenever you want yeah, you should communicate yeah and i think if you're playing i think you can actually play that game split screen now that i think about it and that actually pauses you as well which is obnoxious hmm. but it's it's a really 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 good game you can pick it up cheap on the pc now too yeah because you can't pick it up cheap on the switch it's um, the only reason I haven't got it, because it's still 60, isn't it? Uh, yeah. It's gone as cheap as 45, but yeah. Yeah, I did that. It's all right. Um, it's only but no, I really, really like it. I like the fact that you could just hold down the, the A button or the mm-hmm. B button, and your attacks just go. Yep. And you just walk around, beat the crap out of stuff. Yep. I love it. I've not even died once. Yeah. So I don't know if that's typical. It. I mean, I don't think I died a lot in that game. I've it's, not even used a healing thing. Yeah. Really? Yeah. <laughs> It's, I don't know what I said. He's found a secret. Yeah. No one has actually just tried to hold the button, button. down. Uh, <laughs> Everyone um, else is trying to be way too tactical. It's, it's good game, hold the button. It's a really good game. So, yeah. So, I've got that. Um, I also, when I came home on Monday, I realized that I had The Division 2 waiting on me on my Xbox. Mm. And I dropped into that last night after I got home from my dodgeball game. Played for about, well, actually, I played a little bit Monday night. Um, relaxing, and I got through the opening missions, yeah. get to my first, uh, you know, base of operate, get to your base of operations at the White House, and now I'm on my way through the arts district or the theater district to some person thing. 
Yeah. I'm shooting stuff. I'm killing people, and and it's fun. It's really oh fun. It's got incredibly good reviews too. Yeah. Um. I like one. Of the, I don't remember who reviewed it this way. I wish I thought about that, but literally said like, if you want a example of how to make a good sequel, look at what the Division yeah, Two did. This is it. Yeah. I'm gonna start playing. I'll probably pick it up Friday. Okay. Um, oh, you haven't gotten it yet? No, no, just because I knew I was, at, like I said, I was at Comic-Con, so right, I right. knew I was going to have time to play it. So Well, I downloaded the, I did the beta uh, just to kind of check it out. Yeah. And while it, Is it I the did, same? Yeah, it's the, yeah. so there's, well, yes and no. So the first opening mission in the beta is where you're traipsing across that, that water to area the to, the, to the White House. So, no, there's an opening segment. Oh, okay. So, so yeah, that, but no, it, you do have to replay that part. That part, yeah. yeah. Oh, but well. it went a lot quicker than that first one. That's the, what I th- the funny thing is, is I played it in the o- the closed beta yeah. and thought it was way faster in the open beta. So oh, yeah, maybe no. it's just because I knew what was happening, what was going on. But maybe whatever. Yeah, because this was this was I was in done and there I'm at the White House. That's good to know though because you have to play that before you can play it co op, I believe. So oh yeah, and it's not. So it's, I'll, I'll just have to remember to play the first seventy five minutes to get there. Yeah, perfect. That, so perfect. Um, so yeah, so that's what I'm playing. I think there's um, oh Beat Saber still, of course, because mm. that's I'm just. Really want to, uh, yeah. I want more songs. Right. I'll just leave it there. Anyway, so yeah, that's what we're playing. Uh, if we're playing, not playing something you think we should be playing, you should tell us about it. I mean, I, at this point in time, I don't have time to play anything else. So you're just really telling yeah. us, and I'll affirm you and say, yes, that yes. is a great idea. Thank you. Yeah, because I think right now, between Diablo 3 and The Division 2, yeah. I'm not going to have much of a video game life until. Or anything outside of a video game life, except yeah. for dodgeball. I'm playing Anthem. I'm playing Division no. Two. I'm going to play Metro 2033. Like, there's a lot of. Well, and I still need to play Kingdom Hearts too. So, I still need to finish Ori. I'm literally. I'm in the last level. Oh, geez. So, yeah, I need to finish Crackdown. But I know how that one ends. <laughs> so it's good. Yeah. All right. Uh, if you would like, did you have something to say other than make a weird? Okay. Just over there making dumb faces. This isn't my. I have something to say. Oh, uh, we were gonna we were gonna try that that Facebook thing this week. Uh, we'll do it next week. Okay. It'll be fine. We'll did you just raise your hand? Uh, no, I oh. did. But that's that's Dylan's. I have something to say. Face. Yeah. Gotcha. Anyway, Facebook next week. Sir, as I'm gonna smack you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right. So, uh, like we said. Um, the, uh, what is it called? The Patreon? Yeah, but the Walking Dead podcast is available oh, yeah. to our patrons. If you would like to be one of those and get access to our shows before everybody else does, head to patreon.com slash bite me podcast and you can give us a dollar a month. Be super nice of you. We'd really, really like it. And you get access to all of our shows before anyone else, plus some cool uh, badges, avatar stuff up in the Discord. Yeah. And but, stickers. And stickers. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. And also, you can support us all the way up to our producer level, which is all kinds of stuff, and we say your name. And go. Your names are... <laughs> your name. <laughs> we say your name. Your name. All right, moving Mr. On. Jack Irish. Hello. Hello. Jacob Frank. <gasps> Tom McDermott. Hey. Austin... I almost said Austin Powers. Like, I don't know what was in my head there, but it is... We are Austin not, Danger Palmer. We are... We are in, <laughs> instead, it is Austin Palmer. Alan Schulte. Uh, John Cole. John? Uh, what the hell? Are you, Yesterday are you, in the podcast, he's like, did you call me John? Or maybe it was today. I don't remember. I'm like, no, it's obviously Joe. And then I call him John. Did you just call him John? I literally just called him Good John. Job. I'm high. Joe Cole Jr. I'm not actually yeah. high. 
Joe Cole Jr. and Kevin Schuld oh, yeah. and Vinny Champa, who, oh, yeah. who was like props to Vinny. Like that dude sat through me and my brother Colby, like just talking smack against the game he really likes for two hours and eighteen minutes last night. Like more power to that dude to like sit there and just go like I I disagree. <laughs> like, Did he say I disagree? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, good. he was. He Thank was, you, Vinny. He was a very he was a very good uh, alert. pusher for. Uh, for The Walking Dead in the face of two people that hated it. So, anyway, thank you to our wonderful patrons. You are wonderful, wonderful, wonderful people, and we love you. Well, I, I strongly feel for you. I don't know if I love you. Love every one of you. Okay. Anyway. Well, there's that. Well, thank you, guys. Uh, again, that's <laughs> patreon.com slash podcast, and we've got a link at our website, bitemepodcast.com. Okay. Um, GDC is going on, and there is a lot of stuff to talk about in our next segment. Segment? Segment? I love segments. I love our segments. Segments. They're like Altoids. Segments. They're just different mints. On the segments. News! <laughs> we should have a segment called Sacaments. Should we? I yeah. mean... The Sacaments. Yeah. Okay. Okay, it's we're not. It's the fresh stuff that you... Put in your mouth. I mean, I like mints. Mints are good. You don't want a sack of them? I don't know. <laughs> I guess over time, that'll yeah, be fine. I, I buy my mints in bulk. <laughs> Those Costco size. So mints. I can give them to all you because your breath stinks. The fresh maker. Please continue, Adam. This is going so downhill. All right. So you tried out their the the Google Stream, I which did I'm try so Stream. glad the they changed pee. the name of it. <laughs> Like, every time I heard that name, I'm like, I got a pee. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it was originally called Google Stream, and they did a beta for uh, invite, invite-only invite kind of thing with Assassin's Creed Odyssey, yes. which worked really, really, really well. Shockingly good. Um, looked really good, and everybody was waiting for the announcement, and it has finally been announced. It is here. It's called Google Stadia, and it was announced not at E3. Nope, at the totally GDC. GDC. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, wow, I'm glad I caught that. Thank you, Adam. So, yeah, I'm really excited for this. I watched most of the presentation. Yeah. Um, Good presentation, I thought. Like, yeah. A really, like, that was a very Microsoft-y presentation to me mm-hmm. where they, a lot of cool information, but then they showed how that stuff was actually going to apply to gamers, and it was kind of bam, 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 bam. They, nothing... Right. There were no dragging parts of that right. presentation. It was good. And I think what was cool about it is like what we talked about earlier is initially everybody just th- kind of thought, oh, this is a new streaming service. This yeah. is like, you know, the NVIDIA stream thing or the, the Microsoft Project X Cloud. It's going to be whatever. a way for you to play your existing games without having to purchase hardware. Like, right. that's exactly what I thought we were getting. Right. And in a way, we are kind of getting some of that. Yeah. But and well, presumably, w- like they really right. didn't say that there was no, hey, you're going to be up sync able, up your Steam library. You know, I don't know if you're going to be. And that's the one thing they didn't say. They didn't give any indication as to how you are going to play games on this service. Whether it's going to be you buy a game through Google and you get access to it, whether you pay twenty five dollars a month and get access to their library. There was no. That was a detail they did not give you. Right. So that's the only thing we don't know. Is the presumption was is that's how it was going to work. But then they really flipped to the side, which I thought was cool. But I still think that I, I think it would be a safe presumption. I think so, too. Because of the game that they did their beta with, because that's a game that a lot of that people now own that game in. Yeah. They got it in their Ubisoft you play yeah. thing. So I've got I've got to think. Well, that and they're you're talking to link. eternal. They're talking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I think so, too. So. But yeah, it's not just a place to stream your games to play to play your games. No, it's for creators. It's for developers it's for players it's for everything and it's also its own platform it's yeah. not this is going to, i i did not expect them to launch and say this is a thing that you are going to build 
games for specifically. I, I really figured this was going to be a, hey, you've got an Xbox game, you've got a PS4 game, you've got a PC game, and oh, yeah, hey, also you could play it on Google Stadia. Right. Um, but this really, their sale, their, their sell is, this is a platform that developers can develop on that gives you power that you cannot get anywhere else. And it's not just processing power, um, although it has that kind of in spades. They did a, yeah, a comparison in it. teraflops, which is such a wacky way to do anything. I just like the name, uh, right? the, the term teraflops. Yeah, and I, I can't, I've, I can never remember exactly what a teraflop is, but I think it's the number, one teraflop is like a million operations per second or a thousand operations per second, something like that. Yeah. Um, and so, in theory, the Xbox One X can do six teraflops, the PS4 can do like 4.5, 4. 4.6 teraflops, and this Google Stadia, I keep wanting Stadia. to call it Stadia, which I don't know this why. This is exactly why I hate the name. Yeah. Oh, see, I love like, the name. That's no, like, and that's my only real feedback yeah. for this. Like everything yeah. else, I agree with you. I hate the name of it because yeah. of this right here. <laughs> I, 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 I'll, I'll be used to it. Um, well, Google, maybe Stadia is the way you would pronounce it in Italian, right? But that's kind of Latin. What, yeah. Right. Anyway. Um, the, so, oh yeah, Google Stadia has like ten teraflops. Yeah. So Way more powerful. And the other thing that that they're saying you can do is that's the these are done in blades, so they're essentially like a kind of a, a board that has a processor and RAM and stuff into it. Then you slide a bunch of them into a server rack and whatever. But because of the way the hardware works and the software works, you can actually say, hey, this game's going to need two of those, or this game's going to need three of those, or this game's going to need four of those. And so developers can scale out as much as they want. There's actually a demo on the internet that shows, here's how we would render water using one blade, and here's how we could do it using two. And the water all of a sudden becomes way less like weird video game water and way more like individual streams and drops of water like you wow. see in real life. Um, which is cool. And you're like, oh, cool, processing power. That's great. But even processing power isn't what we're talking about that makes this cool. The cool thing is, is that your client and your server are at the same location. So instead of saying, like the way, say, PUBG works or Rocket League works, there's there's essentially two ways that a game like right. that can work. Either the server and the client are hosted on your Xbox and other people connect to you, or there's a server in a location that may be close to you or may not be close to you that you know your client on your local Xbox is connecting to it's sending stuff back and forth and everybody else is you know sending stuff back and forth and it's got to figure out where everyone is with Google Stadia the client and the server are literally right next to each other and so they're on the same network. So instead of having a hundred player PUBG, you could have a thousand player PUBG Ooh. because there's no lag between the clients and server. But it also lets you do really cool things like they were saying, you know, so let's just pretend that you are a, you know, we're playing an army game. That's generic army game. There's a few of those I've yeah. heard. And we send a scout forward to, uh, you know, scout, scout, scout things. Okay. Reconnaissance. He can say like, okay, guy, here's my video feed. And that can pop up on your screen in real time because the difference between your client and his client is nothing. You're on the same server. Okay. And you could do six of those, or you could do eight of those. So you could be looking at what, you know, a guy in an airplane saying, you could be looking at, you know, all these different instances or like they were doing, I think they did a demo where, one of you was like a bug flying around and one of you was on the ground and you can play split screen next to each other. There's all sorts of things that this enables you to do that you just can't do on an Xbox or even a PC because of that that latency issue that it fixes. Um, 
but also just stuff that, that you don't really think about. Like you'll never have to wait for a game to download again because it'll already exist there. Um, their big thing is, is that from the time you say, I want to play a game to the time you're playing this game is five seconds. Yeah, their like target Netflix. is five seconds. <laughs> right. And right. that lets you do things like, hey, I'm watching a streamer. Like, this game looks super cool. I should go play this game. Click, you're playing this game. Or I want to play this game with that streamer. Which I saw that part of the presentation for sure. It was really cool. Super cool. You go, I want to play. This guy is playing. Their example Fortnite. is basketball, but you know, yeah. I, this guy's playing Fortnite. This guy's playing PUBG. I want to play with him. Say, I want to play with him. And if that streamer has allowed other people to play with him, you just enter a queue, and all of a sudden you're playing in the same game as he is because the servers are all connected together. That's really cool. All sorts of things. It'll get rid of cheating because your client <laughs> server in the same place. It will. It had like game help built into your controller. The controller connects to your Wi-Fi, not your Wi-Fi, and then connects via your Wi-Fi directly to the server you're playing on yeah. to reduce input. So lag. it's not going from you to your Chromecast to the server mm-hmm. to the thing. To the, like if let's say Fortnite, so it's not going yep. from you to the Chromecast to the server to the Fortnite server, yep. and then back and back and back. It's you're just right there. It's just yeah, direct sharing to YouTube. Um, and what's cool about the direct sharing thing is, too, you no longer have to worry about whether or not your machine's going to be able to handle running everything on your screen, plus being able to push out that video because on the client side, it is all that happens right? on it's the all going to go side. there and they're yep. going to just push. Okay, so he's getting this video here. We're going to take the rest of it, though, and put that video over here. Yep. So Crazy. that's really cool. And it, with the Google Assistant built into the controller. Yeah, it's just amazing. Um and I mean, like on top of that, they're creating their own studio. It's going to be headed by uh, Jade Raymond, who did oh, oh yeah, Uncharted. No, did Jade Raymond do the Uncharted? No, she did the Assassin's Creed games. Um, she was, I believe, I'm like ninety nine percent sure she did the Assassin's Creed games. But yeah, so it's not a small gun. No, let's just put it that way. Yeah, yeah, she did. She did Assassin's Creed. Oh, okay. So, um, and was part of Motive. She was actually building one of the Star Wars games that got That's canceled. The one that I was thinking yeah. of. Um, um, what I also really liked is what they were talking about when they show trailers. If they're like, you're like, oh, I really like this game. I think I would like to do that. At the very end of the trailer, most games that come through their their platform mm-hmm. or their development or their whatever, yeah. you can click and you can buy that game yeah. as soon as you're done watching the trailer. It's From the trailer. It's going to potentially, I mean, obviously there are things to work out. We should talk about the downsides too. Right. Um, potentially just completely change the way we interact with video games. 100% change the way we interact with video games. Um to be able to just not have a computer. Like, you can play this through your piece of crap PC. I mean, literally on the stage, you're like, hey, here we're playing it on a Chromebook. A Chromebook doesn't even really have, like, a discrete GPU. Right. Here's us playing on the cheapest piece of crap PC that we could buy at Office Max, playing Assassin's Creed at 60 frames a second. Here is us playing that same game on our cell phone. You know, it's... And and then the other thing is you can just play it if you have a Chromecast. It's a $35 Chromecast that plugs right into your TV. Like, I love my gaming PC, and it makes me very happy. But if I never had to play a game sitting at my desk again instead of in my living room with my giant 65-inch TV... Like, that's great. Oh, yeah. You know? Um, And they're talking 1080, 60 frames per second at launch with a 25 megabit internet connection, which is pretty reasonable. Um, I actually looked it up today. The average person in the United States that has wired broadband has a 65 megabit per second. And, like, I have 
two fifty or three. Got, yeah, well, I think I've got two fifty. Yeah. Um, and then, but they're saying, you know, eventually you're going to get, well, Dylan has gigabit fiber. So like, he's got plenty of, uh, plenty of stuff, but, uh, I want to live there. Right. The just moved to South Seattle, yo. Um, we're practically there. I'm like, we're kind of there. Yeah. Uh, but they're talking 4k, 60 frames per second. They're Even talking 8K. 8k, 60 frames per second, which is ridiculous. But cause you know. I mean, because that's necessary. This could be the future of video games. It absolutely could be the future of video games. It could be. Now, the downside is what happened to that one thing they had Google Plus or Hangouts or yeah. Inbox or Google's, all that stuff? Google's pretty good at um, making things and making them run for a little while and then going, like, oh, come on, this just isn't working. And or it's working just fine, leave fine. alone. Yeah. But no. I mean, literally April 2nd, they're closing Google Inbox, which is a fantastic email program. I don't think so. Oh, I love it I so much. It. It's absolutely my favorite. Um, and Google Plus, which, I mean, nobody really cares about Google Plus, you know. But Or know what it is. Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're just going away, you know. And so that's always the danger. Um, like Adam and I were talking earlier, I really hope that this is a rental service. I hope this is I pay $25 a month to have access to things because I'll feel a lot, a lot less worse. If I was just renting things, I think I would feel a lot better about a service just potentially disappearing. So I guess we'll see. Um, I think the other thing you have to think about, too, is not everybody has the bandwidth to make this happen. Um, there's a lot of people that just don't have high-speed internet. Um, it's not a ton of people, but about 20% of homes just don't have high-speed internet. Well, and then what do you do in a household where you've got you've got three kids, two of yep. them are teenagers, mom is in the kitchen looking at recipes on her iPad, watching YouTube videos and, and Ellen DeGeneres videos, yep. and then you want to play your game upstairs while everybody else is doing all their crap. Yeah, and I mean, that's the reality, too. Um, and, I mean, when you really think about it, a lot of the places that you will want to be playing this system are going to be wireless. Um, your phone is wireless. Your tablet is wireless. Your PC, you know, if it's a laptop, maybe mm-hmm. isn't wireless. But, like, I mean, my laptop, I can't, I don't have a way to plug an Ethernet jack into it that doesn't involve some weird dongle. I um, love the word dongle. Dongle's great. Um, your Chromecast is wireless. So, you know, oh, yeah, like huh. you're just kind of on the edge of where, you know, wireless could be a problem depending on where you are in your house stuff. So 25 megabits per second is a, is a, it's not a humongous ask, but it's definitely an ask. Right. And you're going to be dealing with latency. You're going to be dealing with compressed graphics. You know, whether this is going to be successful or not, nobody is going to know until we get our hands on it. Right. But, God, the the possibilities of this make me so excited. I was watching, I I was literally watching the the thing yesterday, just typing as fast as I can in Discord, like, oh my God, it's so cool, it's so cool, it's so cool. So we'll see. And uh, we're going to talk about, uh, Vinny actually asked the question is like, what could Xbox do to counter this? Because Phil Spencer came out, I was like, nah, it's kind of cool, I guess. I wonder if they're doing anything that innovative. And I'm like, blah. Uh, we'll see what Xbox can do. We'll talk about we'll talk about Vinny and questions. Right. Uh, one thing that I did like is a, a comment that I saw on some. I, it might have been on the IGN art, IGN article about uh, Stadia, and it said uh, something about we wouldn't have to worry about the internet speed if Google would just roll out their fiber to all the cities they said they would ten years ago. It's true. So, it's true. That. Yeah. I guess that's the the main that's the big point here is like this relies on infrastructure that's not necessarily across the nation yet. That's the right? thing. If you live in a big city, especially I mean, as much as I hate to say it, if you live in a big city with Comcast, 
Odds are pretty good you have internet that is fast enough for this. If you live in a rural city, if you live in a place that is serviced by CenturyLink and not by Comcast, I mean, at my house, I can get Comcast at, I mean, I can get up to to gigabit gigabit. at my house, um, or I can get CenturyLink that's at seven megabit. Like, those are my two choices. You only have seven? I only have seven in my neighborhood. I got up to 120? Yeah. In my neighborhood, it's, or maybe it's 12, but either way, it's not fast enough for anything, including this. So, you know, like there are a huge amount of places, especially in rural America, that just don't have access to the kind of high speed internet that this will require. So, you know, that's kind of, that's kind of crappy. Um, but I mean, those are the same people that are also looking at, you know, a 90 gig day one patch for the division two and going right. like, ugh. It's not so, really any better, right? But Yeah. Gaming is going to be very hard for those communities. Um, and, I mean, maybe this is the kind of thing that gets enough people interested about things like how the FCC manages net neutrality and how, why, you know, rural communities don't get served by major telecoms and that kind of thing. Maybe this actually becomes a point where we're pushing things forward enough that people are going to start complaining and maybe voting for people that will help get these things enacted. So I think it's it's interesting. I'm uh, I'm excited about it. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah. All right. There is that. All right. Moving on to some Disney news. Uh, Disney might be being, bringing back LucasArts. How long has LucasArts been gone? Um, since effectively since Disney bought Star Wars. So oh. they, they bought Star Wars and closed LucasArts. Interesting. So I I, I think two thousand. Four, I want to say, but that's that's maybe not right. So, but I mean, it's been a while now. I mean, if you think mm-hmm. about it, we're I don't even know how many Disney movies into the Star Wars franchise now. Uh, four, yeah, four this year. So, I mean, it's been at least four years, but probably more like six or seven would be my mm-hmm. guess. I, I don't remember exactly when it happened, but yeah, um, there was a job posting for multiple uh, jobs at a something called Lucasfilm Games, which was what LucasArts was called before it was LucasArts. So it was Lucasfilm Games from 1982 to 1990 bunch of really good games released during that time period and they're looking again and you know it's not it's not specifically like hey we're looking for a person to work on this particular video game it's more hey we're looking for directors we're looking for designers we're looking for people that work in the video game space to build interactive experiences you know it's it's you've read job listings they're 99 percent crap but it was specifically for Lucasfilm Games, which is a company that doesn't really exactly exist right now. So, you know, is this because they're not happy with how EA is doing? Is this going to be something else? But, I mean, they were very specific. This is Star Wars. So, we'll see. It could be, I mean, Lucas. I have a big, like, soft spot for LucasArts just because they made so many cool games in the... For me, specifically, 90s. The but formative years? Yeah, you know what I mean? Like X-Wing versus TIE Fighter and all of their cool LucasArts adventure games. And there was just some really cool stuff that came out of LucasArts. The, the Monkey Island games, all that stuff. So it'd be really cool to see them making things again. On the flip side, Disney doesn't exactly have a great track record making video games. So who knows? We'll see. Sorry, I was doing other work at the same time. It's okay. Um, all right, a bunch of games are coming to the Switch. There was an Nindy Direct uh, earlier, I believe it was today. Um, and there's a few interesting games coming, so let's talk about that. Um, Do you like the word Nindies? No. It, I like it, but it always... 
think it's confusing. I almost feel like I'm saying something dirty. Right? I don't know why. Like Even undies. though it's totally not. What? Your undies. Nindies. Nudies. Nudes. Nudes. Nindies. Yeah. I like some wear? nice oh, why do, Yeah, why do they just call, nudes. why don't they call the Indies Nindy wear? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's a weird What name. is Link wear? Nindy wear? Nindy wear. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that's dumb. Um, yeah, which surprisingly, I don't see that game listed here to talk but about. What, what is the next subject? Yeah. Surprise Zelda. Go. I don't see that. Oh, yeah. Look at that. Sorry, my bad. Yeah. It's okay. I gave that its own subject because it was so cool. No wonder it looks like a buttload of show notes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so, Castle Crashers Remastered, also on the PS4, including all the DLC, is coming this summer. That game is it's so awesome. good. I love it. That was the game that I remember I basically bloodied my thumb playing mm. uh, during our first Extra Life. I have beat that game... Five times? I don't even know how many times I've beaten that game. It hurts. So good. I beat it three times in one weekend once. Dylan's aggressive. Three times in one weekend? So, yeah. So I beat it by myself. And then I was sick. Like, like I was sick. My wife was sick. Everyone was sick. So we beat Castle Crusher. I beat it by myself. And then my brother came over. He was sick, too. And he's like, I may as well be sick at your house. Like, we all got the same <laughs> thing. So he came over, and we beat it together, co-op. And then on, it was a three-day weekend. My buddy Mitch came over, and we're like, dude, have you played Castle Crushers? <laughs> and we beat it three-player. <laughs> so, goodness. oh, such a great game. That game sold 20 million copies. Wow. 20 million. That's a lot. Right? Um, Mutant Year Zero is also coming to the Switch on June 25th. It's also getting a physical release and DLC, and that's the tactical kind of... Yeah, it's, yeah, you play as a duck and a pig, and you it's a tactical shooter kind of XCOM style. I really, really, really liked it, and I think it's going to be amazing on the Switch. It's the perfect Switch game. It's all turn-based, so you can play as fast or slow as you want. It's, I assume, pretty possible, so you could play it in small doses. Mm-hmm. I think it would be a great Switch game. Um, another game that's going to be great on the Switch, but mm, not slow-paced at all, mm-hmm. uh, Cuphead. It's coming with Xbox Live support? Yeah. Explain that. Well, so Cuphead that- is an Xbox exclusive up until right. now. Um, and do you remember, I'm going to say two or three weeks ago, where Xbox announced that they were going to start allowing Xbox Live and and literally that's all they've said now is that Cuphead will launch with Xbox Live support, which probably means I don't think there's multiplayer for yeah, Cuphead. there's just like yeah, there's local yeah, so there's local multiplayer, local yeah, yeah, multiplayer. yeah, but that uh, wouldn't affect Xbox Live. So I think oh, it'll yeah. probably have leaderboards. It'll, it'll have, keep track of your progress. And it'll have uh, Xbox achievements in right. it, that kind of thing. So which is cool. Yeah, it's real cool. And and you know they kind of position this as you know we don't know exactly what it's going to be, and it probably won't launch with Xbox Live support. It'll be a patch. Um, and they didn't really say what it was going to be, just that it was part of their new kind of outreach program working with Nintendo to... It's an outreach program now. Yeah. Well, to bring... Yeah. Exactly. To bring poor, disadvantaged gamers on Nintendo systems the best that Xbox can offer. So, whatever. Like it's that. cool. April 18th. I'm excited. That'd I'm be not going to play cool. it there either, but... Oh, you should. It's a, it's a fun game. Yeah. I'm and not, it's not, it's not like... It, it's difficult, but it's like once you understand how it's the enemies do this, and it, it's what it's crushingly difficult. It's not crushingly if that game difficult. Comes, if you put it on the like the easy difficulty, like it's playable. I will literally play Cuphead when it comes to Game Pass because I know it's a game that I would just be frustrated with. Isn't it, would, it in Game Pass? No, it would hurt my hands to play it, and hmm. like I, I want to play it for free. Well, I want to play the surprise Zelda game. Oh, did you it, watch the trailer? I did watch the trailer. Oh. And when it first started, I was like, well, this isn't a Zelda. Oh, look at that. And mm. it's not really a Zelda game. They're, so it's, it's 100% a Zelda game. Uh, is no. Zelda in it? Yes, Zelda is in it. Is, also, Link is in it. But it's not. 
It's not a Zelda game. I'm so hyped for this. And I think like the, everybody's losing the their mind. Biggest news about this is that Nintendo is letting an indie developer make a Zelda game. And that is like amazingly huge news. So did you guys ever play uh Crypt of the Necrodancer? No. No, but the soundtrack's great. The soundtrack is terrific. <laughs> I've also not played it, but the entire, I believe, conceit of that game is that you attack on the beats. And it looked like this was the same thing. Like, That's so exactly what it is. Yeah, there's a soundtrack, and it's just kind of dun, 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 dun. And so you can only, like, swing your sword on the beats, and so you have to dodge on the beats and hit on the beats and shoot your arrows on the beats. Mm-hmm. And this is literally the main character from that game uh, called uh, Cadence, and she ends up in Hyrule. Um, and Link and Zelda are there, and you fight. It looks... It looks just like Link to the Past, but has like this kick and soundtrack. And as soon as the soundtrack went from awesome Necro Dancer soundtrack and then did the little Zelda, mm-hmm. oh, go watch the trailer. I am, I'm so hyped and it comes out so soon and I'm so excited. When is this coming spring, out? Spring, which is now. now. Today is the first day of spring. Where's my game? Write a strongly worded email I, or I, tweet. They have from now until what, June 21st? Roughly. So I get, they got three months. I want this game now. Okay. It looks so fun. It does look really, really fun. It's just cute. And I like the gra- like I like the art style that they did. Like it's definitely, hey, look, you're in Hyrule from Link to the Past. Right? But it's got this really it's got a really cool it's art style. It's kind of bright and mm, I'm hyped. Yeah. Super hyped. Are you hyped? Super hyped. Would you say that he's hyped? The game is mm-hmm. the game, I like would. the full name of the game too is absolutely ridiculous. I think it has two uh Yeah, the full <laughs> name is and- Cadence of Hyrule. Colon, Crypt of the Necrodancer featuring the Le- Legend of Zelda. Like, it's a bad hip-hop song. It's great. I mean, or the best. It could be the best. It could be the best hip-hop right. song. Hip-hop song. I'm I'm so excited. I can tell. You can't right? even talk right. Oh, Dang. Look good. Um, all right. In more news, because we have more of it, um, there are two Oculus headsets coming out. We have one that we knew of, the Oculus Quest. Yes, Quest. Yeah, which is... $400... Got- doesn't attach to a computer. Nope, it's all it's all uh, inside the helmet, yo. Yeah, it's all con- self-contained. Yeah, so it's going to be one of the lower res systems. It they can it's, still, it's actually got a pretty good yeah it's got resolution. a good processor, but it's it's not going to be the same as probably even an existing Oculus um, or the the lower end Vive. I don't think so. Mm, Maybe yeah, I don't know. I, yeah, I want to I want to say that the at least. You know, resolution-wise, it's on par, if not better, than the original Rift. Maybe. From what I remember. Maybe. But anyway, there is a new Rift coming out. It's the Rift S, and it is going to be out. We don't know when exactly, um, but it was announced. Spring. Again, spring. spring. So they have three Three months months. from today. Um, And I'm actually interested in, I can't decide which way I want to go, because the Quest and the Rift S both cost $400. They both have inside-out tracking. Yep. One relies on your PC to do all the heavy lifting. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the other relies on, you know, itself. Itself. But what I liked about this is that cross-buy and cross-play. But not for, for the, all games. For the Quest and your current, or for the, the Rift S, I thought. No, not oh. all games will work on the Quest. Oh. So a, a lot of games will, but there are games that are going to be too much for the, the Quest. So a lot of games will cross okay. by, and I think probably more will cross by now, but not necessarily in the future. Okay. So, um, What I was shocked about is this thing's only going to be 400 bucks. Like, that is cheap. Mm-hmm. Um, I If I could get 200, 250 bucks from my current Oculus, I very well may sell mine and get this one. Um, 
it's cool because you don't have to have the little tracking sticks all over your room. Like I have three of those weird external tracking things and those just go away. So first of all, I free up three USB ports on my PC, which would be really, really nice. Um, I guess I only free up. No, I do free up three. Yeah. So right now it takes four. <laughs> wow. And so I'd get three free. Um, this also plugs into DisplayPort, which is really nice because my existing one plugged into HDMI and I only have one of those. Um, it's going to have way higher resolution. So it's uh, essentially a 1440 display. Um, but they're actually dropping the frame rate just a smidge from mm-hmm. 90 to 80. But people say whatever. Um, it has almost no noticeable screen door effect, which is really cool. Um it's got a like it, it's going to fit your head more like a PSVR right. than the so it's current got the, one. It's got the the ring that goes around yeah. and kind of hangs back here, but yep. then it's going to have a strap on top to take care of some of the extra. Which hats. is nice. What people that have tried these on have said that it rests like less on your nose and less on your forehead and more in the back of your mm-hmm. head, which is probably where you actually want it resting. Right. Oh, yeah. You know, um, it's just going to be. It's well, and it actually has pass through too, which is really nice. So it has that external camera, so you can look out into your room, which is really, really, really nice. Yeah, um, think. Yeah, <laughs> like the rift sometimes gets a little claustrophobic. I think is the right word. So that's fair. Um, the only thing this doesn't have is the the kind of built in headphones right. that uh, the rift does. But that being said, like I think the rifts. <laughs> Current headphones aren't great a lot of the time, so it might be better to bring your own headphones. Anyway. Right. Well, this I know that I read that this has got some kind of speakers mm-hmm. in the headband, so it's not they're as like immersive. External? Yeah, they're external, so you can still. There's going to be a headphone jack you can plug in, stick your your yeah. earbuds in. I think I'd thing. rather do that. To be oh honest. god, yeah, yeah. Because I've got on my PSVR, it's uh, it's got the headphone jack and the little yep. And I'm just you know I love my PSVR, but I'm just realizing how cumbersome those cables are. Yeah. It's ridiculous because I'm still get around those Beat Sabers, man. And I'm going to yep. send my PlayStation 4 flying off the yeah, shelf. The cables aren't optimal. Um, but yeah, so it's interesting because when I saw the HTC, or the, HTC the uh, Oculus Quest, I was like, oh, I think that might be where I'm heading. Yeah. Because I like the portability, the inside out, the da 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 da. Oh, no, but I then, get it. At the same time, or, on the same, or in the same week, I saw that HTC is releasing their next version soon. Or they're talking about it. it's the HTC Vive Cosmos. I think so, yeah. And it's got also the inside-out tracking, and I don't think it's completely wireless, though. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think it is. I think it, it's going to connect via USB-C. Sure, sure. You are so. right. The uh, the. Well, wait, no, I might be looking at the wrong thing. Nope, I lied. Never mind. Yeah, okay. So anyway, um, are you doing the are you doing the VR thing at all? Are you going to go there? Eventually, I would like to have one. Hmm. Are you thinking more quest kind of thing, all all like self-contained, or do you want to hook it up to a PC with a cable? I like that idea, but I, I understand there will be limitations within it, so I would like to play the long game mm-hmm. if I'm going to invest in a piece of equipment like that. So. Okay. Interesting, interesting. Cool, cool, cool. Um, oh, and I also saw that there is a patent somewhere or a trademark or something working in progress that Sony looks like they're working on another PSVR. They're nice. Yeah, the next version. They've sold it. I mean, not. I want. I'm not like a it's ton a few of million. Them. Is it three million now? A few million. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I don't million, know. I, million a few half. million to me is anywhere between one and five. Yeah, and I think it's like one and a half. Sure. So that's really good, though. I mean, I'm into it for the first generation of kind of a wackadoo thing for a very very specific audience. That's not bad at all. Yeah. All right, up next, if you're a fan of the retro games from Konami, like who isn't, um, you'd be glad to know that they're bringing a bunch of retro games to the Switch. Yeah. Um, 
lots of games that you've heard of, lots of games that I've not heard of. <laughs> but so let's talk about it. Three different collections. There's the arcade classic collection that has Haunted Castle, Typhoon. Uh, All these are arcade games. Yeah, that would be Nemesis, Vulcan Venture. Those are Gradius and Gradius 2. Life Force, Thundercross, Scramble, and Twin Bee coming out April 18th. That one, whatever. Isn't Twin Bee on the... Oh, no, I'm thinking of something else. Yeah, I mean, that's fine. Whatever. But... The Castlevania collection yeah. features Castlevania, Castlevania 3, Dracula's Curse, Castlevania 2, Belmont's Revenge, the Game Boy version, and Super Castlevania 4, and also four games in the Castlevania series they just haven't announced yet, which I think is super obnoxious. Super Castlevania 4 is one of my favorite Castlevania games. Like, they're still deciding. Right. <laughs> like, maybe it'll be uh, Rondo of Blood. Yeah, who knows. It's just going to be the Netflix. Four more. Sh- it's just going to be the Netflix show. You just watch it on your Switch. Um, Which I still need to see season two. Oh, so good! I'm excited for this one as well. I am too. Contra. It's the Contra collection. Features Contra, Super Contra, Super C, Contra Three, The Alien Wars, and four additional titles they haven't told you about. Both those last two are going to be summer. So you're looking mm. at three months from now plus three months, I guess, in okay. the next uh, six months. Um, um, so you don't want to play Cuphead, but you like the Contra games. I, you know, I specifically like Contra. Um, Me too. But I've played it so much that, I mean, I can breathe through that game. Um, No way. I can't breathe through those games. Like I said, specifically Contra. It was the game that I bought with my NES. And like back in the day when you had three games, I had Contra, Iron Tank, and Super Mario Brothers because I'm not going to count Duck Hunt. Um, I put a bajillion hours into that game. Uh So, you know... I think this collection is very cool. It's it's fine. Um, it's not something I'm going to spend twenty bucks on because I know I would spend twenty bucks on this and then probably never play it. Right. So you know, I as much as I like cool retro games, they're super fun to play occasionally. But I'm not going to spend. When there's new games that come out all the time with that retro look and feel. I mean, it's nice to go back and think that you're going to play these games, but there's so many better iterations of those games just with a different just, coat of paint on it. At the end of the day, there are so many new games that I just don't... I, like, I'm I'm having to pass on games that I really, really, really wanted to play that came out in 2018, let alone games that I played a million times when I was 10, you know? Right. It, they're fun, and they're, they're really cool to go hop in. Really, what somebody needs to do is figure out some way to make a, like, $5 subscription service that emulates the NES, the SNES, legally, the Genesis. Legally the, emulates. Yeah, the Game Boy, you know, MAME. Put those all in a place where I could pay five bucks a month and have access to 2,000 games and just go in and play them occasionally. And that's exactly what I want. I don't want to pay. That's nice in theory, but let's see Let's see how many um, studios are going to jump on that knowing oh, right. that they can charge $20 for Oh, and I, I 100% get it, games. but I'm just Never not going to spend 20 bucks on six games that I know I will probably pay, play two of the day I get it and never touch them again. Right. Like, it's, it's, <clears throat> I think at some point in time, I, as a gamer, have to realize that as much as I'm like, ooh, Contra, it's but not... It's, Contra. There, well, there's twenty dollars. There's a twenty dollar indie game that I would actually probably play mm-hmm. versus Contra that I'll play for an hour and never touch again. So, I mean, but you know, mm-hmm. good on you if you want to replay Contra. Absolutely. Remember the Konami code. It's important. Up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right. B, A, start. Yep. Unless you want to play two player, then it's select start. Ah, because people kept telling me it's select start, and I'm like, no, yep. I didn't. Okay. Yep. Huh. That, that lets you play two player Contra. Interesting. Yeah. 
All right. Well, there is all of the news. No more news. All the news that's fit to news. Man? What? That's all. That's it. That's, well, that's mostly it. Um, All right. We've got questions from Alan Schulte. Yes, sir. Okay. (laughs) Tommy Two Inches. The more I see his name, too, the more I enjoy the, like, conversion aspect of it. Right. It's good. Uh, We still need to get clarification on if that's a... Anyway. It is. Uh, is it? We mm-hmm. still need to find out if Alexa will, like, if I, so, oh. hey, Alexa, how many Tommies are in, you know, four inches? Or how many, how many, if I have two Tommies, how many inches, you know? Tommy's right. fairly tall. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. He's your height, right? Almost. Yeah. So, so one Tommy is, is six foot six. He's almost a Dylan. Yeah. We've also got a question from Turn Down for What, Angel Girl, and we start them every week with this guy. Angel Vinny! <laughs> <laughs> I like your fresh hot take on it this week. That's my hot take. That's I like that. In our That's podcast, my hot take. in our podcast yesterday, I said I was really disappointed that we can't play like actual music in our podcast because I want to play the state of Massachusetts every time we intro Vinny. Yeah, um, I don't know what that is. Oh, it's a great song by the Dropkick Murphys. It's really oh. good. Really something good. like this. It's kind of like that, but with more guitars. <laughs> pop goes. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's, and that's in public domain. Hmm. All right. Exactly. Vinny wants See, to know. I couldn't actually use the real song. So. Right. Uh, Vinny wants to know, what do you think Microsoft will do to, to xCloud, with xCloud to combat uh, Google Stadia? How are they going to make their service better, different than Google? I think the first thing they should do is get a better name than xCloud. Like, they need to do... Yeah, why not Stadia? They need to do the... take xCloud over Stadia any day. They need to to get a better name, though. Like, the Xbox xCloud, like, that's not... Yeah, it's... That's Microsoft xCloud. They can can do better. Well, I want to say they can do better than that, but that's also how we got the one S and the one X, so... Yeah, right. Whatever. Microsoft cloud. We're we're, we're, We're picking modern names. Yeah. Anyway... I, I think they need to rename it. I, I what I think they bring to this game is kind of the opposite of what Google brought. Like Google's offering to me seems like it could be a hundred percent interesting and innovative, and could cause game developers to look at game development in an entirely new way. I mean, up to and including where Microsoft is saying, "Hey, if you want to." develop your game entirely in the cloud, you can actually develop your video game entirely on a cloud instance, which is really cool. Like, as a developer, that's how I do all of my web development. I have a cloud-based editor, and it's really, really, really nice. So that's a cool thing that Google is offering. What Xbox brings is the stuff you love right now, huge library immediately available. It's not It's not probably as innovative as what xCloud is offering, but it's huge. Like they could they could launch today and say, hey, for an extra ten bucks a month on top of Game Pass, you have access to all the Game Pass games anywhere you are. Done. Like that's huge. Do you think people would pay because oh, Games Pass Game Pass is what, ten bucks a month? Game Pass is ten bucks a month, add another ten bucks a month on top of that, or fifteen bucks a month want. on top of that. And you can go from playing on your Xbox at home to playing on your PC at work to playing on your TV somewhere else to playing handheld on your phone. And people are going to go, yeah, cool, that's great. That's really all I needed. And I think I think that is actually going to be what Xbox's offering is. And that's great. If, if what you can bring is some awesome first-party games and an upcoming list of even better first-party games with the, what, six or seven studios they've bought recently plus the 100-plus games that are on Game Pass, plus potentially all the games in the Xbox library. Like, that's huge. Absolutely huge. So I don't think they're going to be innovative. I think they're going to say, look at what we have. Yeah. 
and that's probably enough. And I'm, I honestly, I'll pay for both of those services. And the controller. And the controller. Although that new Google controller is slick looking. I need yeah. to hold one. It doesn't have staggered sticks, which I'm firmly against. But it looks staggered like Staggered really... sticks like the only way to live your life? Yeah. Okay. On the Xbox, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But they look cool. Like, it, the controller looks neat. So, you know, I mean, there are questions, again, about latency and how much bandwidth you'll need. And, you know, like, I mean, Google may have a head start on that controller that connects directly to your Wi-Fi, that connects directly to your instance on the Google Cloud. Um, there's probably some questions about does the Azure network that Google or that Microsoft is going to be using to push this have the same reach as the Google network that you're going to be running Stadia on, you know, there's there's questions, but I think Google's going to or Xbox is going to do just fine in this fight, absolutely fine. And I would love to see them pivot really hard into this. I think it could be really neat. How long do you think before we hear something from Microsoft? Do you think it's going to be E3? E3. They've already said it's going to be E3. They're, they okay. said they like Phil Spencer was like, we're coming big at E3. So right. I can't wait. E3 is what June. Yep, my birthday weekend. Mm-hmm. Excellent. We'll celebrate Adam's birthday and E3 at the same time. And I'll be in Minneapolis. Ugh. Yeah. That'll be humid. And terrible. Yeah, have fun. Um, yeah. Thoughts, questions? No. All right. Angel Girl. Oh, thank you, Vinny. Angel Girl has a question for us. Are there any new video game merchandise or collectibles you're looking forward to purchasing? She just pre-ordered the Charmander Pop and Young Link Amiibo. I didn't know Charmander had a pop. So Adam's now excited about ordering the Charmander pop. Yep. That I will never take out of its box. <laughs> Free your pops, man. Yeah. I, I've literally got four pops, and they're duplicates because they were gifts to me. And yeah, Free your pops, man. Free your Amiibos, too. Yeah. I was telling Dylan when yeah, they were, we were over at the house. Talking about that. I was like, I think I might actually do it. But then I'm like, oh, but, but then again, the, the point was made by, my, by me that I've made it this long. Like three, four years. Free, free them, man. They need to breathe. I have a bunch of Pez dispensers in their packaging. Should have huh. stayed them. Should have stayed, stayed them. Should have stayed them. You can do, still do it. Anyway, um, are there any coming up on the way? I'm not a huge collectible person. Um, probably because I actually already have too many collectibles. Like, I, I've brought most of my pops to work, and I'm literally out of space for pops until I get, like, stadium seating for my pops. So we'll see. Um, you know, the thing that the, the thing I will comment on is I spent all weekend at Comic-Con, and it was awesome. Had yeah. such a great time. It's Did you buy anything? A, I bought a lot of things. Um, I'm not a comics collector, so I buy art when I'm there. There's all sorts of um, artists that work on comics and artists that are just, you know, artists, and it's great. And the thing I was the very, very, very most disappointed with is there is almost no video game art at Comic-Con. That's interesting. Really? With all of the great worlds, with all of, like, literally, the things you see there are Super Mario, um... A lot of Pokemon stuff, but it all is kind of derivative and samey. And then really, really generic um, uh, Fallout stuff. It's mostly like Fallout Boy, or that's not his name. That's, Boy. that's the band, Pit Boy. Pit Boy. And, uh, you know, it's just really generic. There was one guy who had a really cool um, Kingdom Hearts, a little bit of Kingdom Hearts, but his was actually really cool and unique. And he also had a, a single Bioshock picture. But that was it. I mean, in... You know, hundreds of booths, there was almost no video game inspired art. And I found that so disappointing. And so that's what I want more of. I want more artists to make awesome 
art off of the worlds that I love, and and I want to buy it and put it in my house. I want the cat pop, the cat from Miss uh, from Captain from Marvel. Captain Marvel. Is it mug. Yeah, I don't know. I'm seeing. Something? I haven't seen it yet. I'm seeing it this weekend. Yeah, I need I'm to very see it excited. Video. I want that. Yeah, I could, I think it exists. It does. It? My friend Brad just got one. Yeah, that's why when I saw it, today, I was like, well, need to start buying yeah. those now. Crap. I really like. I know pops are one of those. I think pops are interesting because people crap all over them. But then you like go to Comic Con and the line to just get a chance yeah. to get in the pop line was like. 4,000 miles long and yeah. everyone was waiting for it. And I, you know all those people aren't just like pop investors um, going to sell them on eBay. Right. I, I love them. I really do. So yeah. doesn't matter if you hate them because a lot of people are yeah. buying them. They Every time I see a pop, because I don't buy a ton of them. I've got maybe 20, maybe. Um, they remind me of something like it's, if it's the movie, if it's the video game, if it's, you know, like I have a bunch of princess bride ones, I have got a bunch of saga ones. They all just like, Oh, that's fun. I like it. So they just make me happy. Any collectibles that you're eyeing? Not particularly. I think I'm in the same boat of, I don't really have anywhere to put them and I have collections of enough things, whether it's like trading cards, board games, um, miniatures, these kinds of things. So I'm really working on actually downsizing those kinds of things, yeah. sadly. Um, but on that note, I would like the Overwatch Legos. <laughs> <laughs> oh, nice. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're really cool. This is not video game related, but I really want the Steamboat Willie Legos a lot. A oh, lot, a I don't lot. Know if I saw that. Yeah, oh, did re- you see the Steamboat Willie, like, the Steamboat cool. Willie popcorn thing yeah. at Disneyland? My friend got one. Yep, those are super cool. Yep. They actually just announced today, I think, that they're going to release a ton of Disney minifigs in Legos. I'm very oh, excited. Oh, nice. Yeah, it's good. Cool. Yeah, I have a few of those. Yeah. I've got like Aladdin and Genie and Mickey and Minnie. And- it's good stuff. Yeah, and as far as I go, like, I like collecting just things that I. I, guess, I, li- I like collecting stuff. Like if it comes in a, if it comes in a, you need this giant gold hundred and fifty dollar God of War pack because it's got a statue in it. I'll buy it. Yeah, and I'm like the exact opposite. I never, I, I buy the standard version of every video game. I barely even ever buy. You know what pisses me off about that is I bought the standard version of Division Two, and I love it. And I should have just ponied up for the full version because I'm going to play all of it. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I almost always buy just the basic ones and figure I can pick up the DLC later. Uh. So, yeah. Anyway, all right, well, thank you, Angel Girl, for that. Turn down for what has a question. What? So now before you read this, it, the, the first part is the question. There's mm-hmm. some, some kind of placement for it. So Yeah. 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 Uh, so turn down for what wants to know. Where do you see the future style of video games heading? And I saw this question in the okay, Discord, good. and I saw you know some of the descriptors. It's like not so much art style, style but yeah. like in the 80s there was arcade games. In the 90s there was very much single you know, single player focused kind of story ish. Because the internet didn't exist yeah, yet. Yeah, exactly. And then now there's multiplayer. And then now there's the Battle Royale multiplayer where mm-hmm. everybody in these perpetual worlds and on and on and on. So, what do we think is like the next style of games that we're going to see? Do you think it's going to be like a persistent world in VR? No. Wouldn't that be ridiculous? You don't <laughs> think we're going? Cool. You don't think we're going Ready Player One? No, I don't. Well, I mean, maybe, but like it's it's that's like far future, just because yeah. VR doesn't have the like. There's not enough there's not enough people that have VR now to make 
investment in something like that worth it? But you wouldn't know? it be great to be live in a world cool. that was not populated by so many other people? Good Lord, yes. It would Maybe that's what I want, like, Walden Pond, but in VR. <laughs> like, just put on my helmet and just go sit by a lake. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that might be all right. Um, or so just yeah. go sit by a lake. I'm just going <laughs> to right. No, because other people might find my lake. There's bugs. <laughs> and I don't like bugs. I'm not a big fan of dirt either, really. Like I like showering regularly. The outside is not my... F- You're I'm, like, outside is no-no. I'm more indoorsy, really, okay. to be honest. Um, I the opposite. It's okay. I'm, I've got a healthy balance. Yeah. Yeah, outside's all right, I guess. Yeah. Um, I think that we'll probably see a lot of things in that kind of games as a service space in the near future. But I think that the initial investment in that is enough that you're never going to see a million of them. Um, it's a hard thing, I think, for small companies to get into. So my guess is that eventually you're going to see all of the big developers have those. So, you know, EA will have <clears throat> Anthem and you'll see Ubisoft, you know, is probably going to be the division or um, you'll you'll probably see six or seven or eight of those. Well, doesn't all going Ubisoft at once. also have? Is it Rainbow Six Siege? Yeah, and Siege is kind of like that, but it's yeah. it's maybe probably closer to like a battle royale style. Okay. Yeah, it's more of just like a battle arena game than a oh, okay. uh, than a, like a world. That's like, kind of more in, in a world game. the like battle royale for honor, you know, kind of stuff. And I it's think like Overwatch, where it's, yeah. it's more of a MOBA. Gotcha. Yeah, and so I think you'll see a lot of those, but I, I think that the there can only be so many of them. And I, I hope really what you see next is someone do like something really unique in that space. Like I'd love to see like a fantasy world in that, or you know something that is not just a effectively a different skin on a yeah. first person or third person shooter. Yeah, like, a, like an updated World of Warcraft kind of. Yeah, like, it would be really cool. Something that's, I mean. I don't know. So, like, I try. I, I love the idea of World of Warcraft, but like, I don't think. I think getting into that game now is just like Hard. without the nostalgia. Like, it, it doesn't look great. good at all. Mm-mm. And it's like, can you imagine them just like updating the graphics to 2019 and saying this is what orcs and humans look like now? Yeah. And you'd be like, oh, this is awesome. And I think right? that the problem is, is like that game requires so many. I mean, like nobody just like loads up World of Warcraft and plays it like you need to have like 25 overlays and 74 different shortcut keys and hot menus and whatever and plus there's so many people that have been playing it for so long it's really hard for them to go like oh hey our specs are gonna bump bump." right (laughs) you know it's your audience is already there you're not gaining yeah it it doesn't really matter um I would like to see I, I I always think that maybe we're gonna continue to see a bunch of really cool indie games and I think that we probably will, but I've heard from a lot, I mean, like, they don't call me, but I read a lot of stuff on Twitter where a lot of the stuff like Steam's doing right now is really screwing with indie developers' revenues, and so they're having a hard time making as much money as they did even a year ago. Um, so maybe what I'm hopeful for is we're going to see a lot of innovative stuff from, like, top-level indies and those, like, double-A studios, Um that are kind of getting a lot of those are getting kind of sucked up by bigger studios though. So yeah. I don't Maybe know. That's what it is though. Is like I mean the way Microsoft might be able to like hey make some games so we can put them on Game Pass. Like yeah. where it's kind of like I'm dad to the the children developers. Yep. Like well, I hope we do see more of that. Like, like the nindi- that's awesome. Like yeah. that idea. The Nindies and the ID at Xbox program. Um, PlayStation unfortunately doesn't really have that, which I think kind of sucks. But then like Ubisoft had its like kind of indie stuff 
that yeah. was, I think that's where we got like this War of Mine and yeah. um, Child of Light. EA has that kind of indie studio. That's how we got yeah. um, Yarny, whatever that game is called, Unraveled. Um, so hopefully we can, maybe you're right, like see some AAA studios like, hey, shepherd some of these yeah, really interesting like, ideas into You have a smaller team and you have creative freedom. Yeah. But like, as long as we're like, we get your vision, like go ahead and just do what you want to do um, rather than trying to like be so hands-on with yeah. it. I, I would 100% like to see EA or Blizzard Activision or one of those big big players, instead of giving another games-as-a-service game $200 million, I'd way rather see them give them $180 million and put $20 million into 20 unique indie games. I think that'd be great. And then give them a platform. So, we'll see. I mean, no one knows. Um, frankly, this Google stuff could be hugely impactful into how games get made in the future. It Absolutely. could be world. massively impactful. So, we'll I think, see. I think I'd be interested, too, to see... Um, I thought the way I mean the Telltale games do this where the the stuff's episodic. Yep. Um and Hitman did it where they have one mission and then they have another mission later they have like five parts to the game, right? Yep. And this is similar to the persistent world games cuz you have like a lot of content here and we're going to give more content later yeah. and more content later. So maybe that model itself fits into any game really cuz it's like why do we have to be 100% done with a game if yeah. we have 20% of the game done and everything's streaming anyway? So it's just going to get added when it does, like another season of television yep. or just get people playing the games. I think you'll see a lot more stuff in those kind of preview programs and the Steam preview and the I, the Xbox preview. I don't know what any of them are called, but um, those early access kind of yeah, game preview, early access stuff. So, yeah, we'll see. I don't know if that answered the question at all, but... I think we did lovely. I think you did great. Thank you, Adam. Yes. All right. Tommy Two Inches, or Tommy Two Inches. Tommy Two Inches. Tommy Two Inches. Okay. Wants to know, what are your thoughts on the new Stranger Things Season 3 trailer? Well, I'll have you know that I unknowingly wore my Stranger Things t-shirt today. He's Ooh. very on point today. Um, cool shirt, too. Thank you. It was a $6 t-shirts.com nice. buy. If you buy more than 10 or more, the shirts are $5 a piece. Mm. That is... So, so, you, bought, so you didn't buy $60 worth of shirts? No, I bought like 100 Wow. Yeah. That's a lot of shirts. May as well, right? I mean, if you wear them once, you really get your money's worth, yeah, right? basically. Um, and they've lasted me for two years. Nice. Or a year and a half. Anyway, um, so I wore my Stranger Things shirt today. Didn't even know they were dropping Season 3 trailer. And I will tell you now, I am here for it. I am ready for it. I want it in my life. And I, if I could get it in my body somehow, I would do that too. I am ready for this season. There are ways. But they're not healthy and probably looked down upon by 99% of the world's population. 100%, yeah. Well, 99%. 99%. <laughs> There's always that 1%. There's always that who's one like, guy yeah. that's like, man, that's fine. Yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm I'm, I'm ready. It looks really, really, really good. I was kind of a latecomer to Stranger Things, and Vicky, actually, who's done our podcast mm-hmm. a couple times, was like, you've got to see it. How have you not seen it? How have you not seen it? And so I, I went and just blew through all of season one and season two in a weekend and really, really liked it. Um, unfortunately, it was long enough ago that I don't, 100% remember like details of stuff so I might have to watch it again which wasn't is wasn't it just last summer I I have a yeah, very think... bad short term memory Adam very Who and long term memory I don't even know uh, the fact that I can remember anything we talk about on this podcast is shocking um but like it god the trailer looks good I love the use of music in that trailer is phenomenal Bob O'Reilly by the Who is one of my very favorite songs and it was very 
very well done in that uh, that trailer. So excited! I'm I'm super hyped. Yeah, Dylan watched the last ten seconds of it on my computer, I so did, he is I, also hyped. Yeah, you got hyped off the last ten seconds? No, I I, I saw most. Oh, of okay. It, but I was like, wow. Um, yeah, it's looks good. Exciting. So I, saw I don't get too hyped on trailers. Like trailers aren't my thing at all. You know um, what I am not hyped about? The new uh, Stranger Things video game. That crappy like sixteen bit weird wackadoo one. I don't remember where we saw the it's trailer. Like a top for down it. kind of thing. Kind of. It's yeah. been out for a while. Oh, I thought it was a coming out soon one. I played it. Uh, it's, no, look, it's cute. It's fun. Is it? Yeah. Mm. All right. It's whatever. Um, but uh, my favorite character is still in the show, so that's really... What's your favorite character? Billy. I don't remember which the one older, he is. The older... Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. He's like... He, he, it's almost like... How many kids are you friends with? No, the... the oh, the other one. The, yeah, other, yeah, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. the bad one. Yeah, the guy at the, the pool. The, the, yeah. yeah, the yeah. mullet. Um, like his performance in that show is just it almost it works to detriment because he's that good. Yeah, it's um, good. it almost just he's he's like the, he's the bad guy, and he's your favorite character. Yeah. It's like which is good. Like you want likable bad guys, but it's almost like the it's like he's almost too likable. Where you're like, I actually like him, even though he does terrible things. I think the bad guys in that actually might have been the giant demon yeah. monsters that lived. Well, I mean, under there's that and that weird corporation that was making yeah. them. Well, I mean, he was definitely an antagonist in the show. Okay, though. Yeah. fair enough. Uh, which the 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 corporation guys played by Paul Reiser, wasn't it? I think so. Wasn't that like him? I said it's yeah. been a while. When I re- when I realized who that was on screen, I'm like. Wait a minute. That's that dude from Dharma and Greg? No, no. Mad about you. Mad about you. Sorry. Which they're rebooting. Which, oi. Anyway. They're rebooting everything. Dharma and Greg. Why would I pull that one out? I love Dharma and Greg. I've not ever seen an episode of that. Really? Yeah. Oh, that reminds me of that show's so good. In, I love that show. In college, like one of our professors would always reference this one show. I don't remember which one it was, but it was one of the it was one of the sitcoms where it's a man and woman's name. Like yeah, yeah. I don't remember which one it was because there's a ton of them. But it just cracked me up because I like I had no idea what show that was. Like I don't know what you're talking. Every time you reference the show, I have no idea what you're talking about. Like in this show, they do this, and I'm like, I don't know what I still don't know what you're talking about. Man and woman. A good student would have watched those shows. Anyway, yeah, I don't know. We, had, we I mean, our like, we had we had to watch things. So it's like I don't have time to go watch a TV show too. It wasn't required. Plenty of movies I had to watch. Good student. Anyway, go ahead, Adam. Yeah. Okay. We good. Watching it. Cool. We're into the trailer. Thank you, Tommy. All right, Alan Schulte. Why? <laughs> Question I, mark. <laughs> well, I do that because it just says Alan S, and yeah. it just it freaks me out. Alan. Allen's wants to know, how is the EV adoption going in Seattle? I'm sure he's talking about the vehicles, right? Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, maybe if I kept, <laughs> if you reading, kept reading. What are your thoughts on electric cars and autonomous driving cars? Well, the I EV- love driving them to work because I don't use a drop of gas. Yeah. Well, yeah. Um, I mean, I've got a hybrid. Yeah, which is close enough. And, and Do you have I- a hybrid? My brother's is all electric until okay. you run out of a battery and then it flips to yeah, gas. The little... The Volt. The Volt. Oh. Yeah. Oh, wait. Is that what you've been driving? I do drive it occasionally while they are gone. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah, not Which his has day-to-day been the car. past, like, six months. Yeah. And I know. I'm like, continue I... to be gone until yeah. the summer, until maybe. the dawn of time. I don't know. Yeah. Adam's um, got a, a hybrid. My I've got wife, a hybrid. I love it. Yeah, my wife has the same hybrid, but made by Hyundai. you got the Hyundai version. Um, I've got the Kia. I've got the Kia Nero. It's a, I love it. It's gorgeous, too. It's such a cute car. car. My wife has the Ionic. You get, like, 50, 55 miles to the gallon. No. I, sh- I get about 40. Maybe you should drive better. No, I drive really well. Adam drives fast. You must drive real fast because we get like between like 50 and 55 in ours. Hmm. 
Yeah. You've got the plug-in hybrid. No. You don't? Ours is the exact same as yours. How is that possible? I don't know. I don't like it. Maybe you should watch how you're driving, Adam. I drive really well. Are you sure? Yes. Is your emergency brake on? (laughs) Anyway. Six, 15 miles off the end. Let's talk about it. How's the the adoption going in Seattle? Every single... uh, There are so many of them here. Like, literally, every single cab here is a hybrid. Like, all of them. Um, You see Volts and Leafs and stuff Teslas. Teslas. uh, Volt. They're discontinuing it. Oh, really? Yeah. That's a bummer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 100% my next car will be uh, probably actually the 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 plug-in hybrid version of the Ionic. So you get a 30-mile battery, and then a gas engine takes over. But yeah. I only have a 12-mile so commute. Sweet. So yeah. if you have a commute that's less than that. Yeah, so that'll, um, that'll be probably what my next car is. I think they're awesome. Um, autonomous cars, I think, are 100% the most amazing thing in the entire world. Um, unfortunately, they will not fix our traffic problem. Yeah. Um, but I love what I what I hope that you get eventually is that car ownership goes away. Is that you will say I need to go to work and I go to work every day at eight, and an autonomous vehicle will pick you up at your house and take you to work and drop you off there. And even better would be. I need to go to work, and it picks you up, and someone else, and someone else, and someone else, and I play switch the entire way to work. And then when I leave, one comes to pick me up. You want to go to the mall? You say, hey, in 10 minutes, I'm going to a mall. An autonomous car comes and picks you up and drives you there. And I don't have to drive anywhere ever again. That is 100% my dream. I do like part of that. Yeah. I don't. I don't. I know a lot of people are like, freedom and car ownership. And I'm like, nope. I would rather pay a couple bucks a day and not have to pay a car payment or insurance or maintenance or gas or any of those things and just, be, like I said, be able to play my Switch on the way to work. That is 100% what I want. Um, I think there are, like I said, there are environmental and uh, traffic problems with that, but I, I think they are probably, to some degree, fixable t- by technology. I would love to see more buses that are autonomous, more, you know, I think there's there's ways around this. Um, and I think electric vehicles are the wave of the future, especially if we can invest more heavily in renewables. I agree. Excellent. I'm yes. glad we can, we could carpool together. Our little, it could pick me up and then it could pick you up and we could play Switch multiplayer on the way to work. Yeah. I'd be into that. I would love to have an electric car that I can commute to work with and then have another car that I use for like just for, yeah, like going somewhere. Like we're going camping this weekend. Obviously, an electric car is probably not the best. You can you can an electric uh, Subaru that would pick you up. It has four wheel drive. It could yeah. drive you to your campsite. Just drive you there, but and it could go. I'm like I'm like up in the mountains where there ain't no like cell service anymore though. It's, fine. it's a car. Oh, yeah. Through, like, yeah, true. Right. Like you at some point, something. like. You, it's got a steering wheel. You can drive yeah. the last two miles yourself, and then a couple extra batteries just yeah. in case. It'll be fine. It'll cool. be fine. I ain't letting no autonomous vehicle drive me on the sheer Mm-mm. cliffs. No. That's not happening. So. I agree. I mean, there are, like, I mean, autonomous vehicles have made amazing inroads, but there's still work to do. Oh, yeah. So. Like, not crashing into other people. I barely like other people but, driving like, me, is, crashing into them. They're way, yeah, that's the, that's the reality, is that they're way safer right now than people driving cars. Oh, that's for sure. Um, maybe people, I've seen some crazy stuff lately. Well, I think the thing is, too, is once you get, like, theoretical, like, wide-scale mesh networks where all the cars know where all the other cars are, like, that's when you get real 
first of all, it you know they can feed data. Oh, hey, there's a pothole here. Avoid that. Hey, there's you know lane closure here. Avoid that. Hey, you know whatever. But also that they won't hit each other. They'll maintain the right distances. They'll you know do a lot with the right speeds to you know traffic theoretically would get better because they wouldn't drive like stupid people. So yeah, people are pretty fallible. So stupid. I've, people can I've, be dumb. I've noticed an increasing number of people that I'm gonna. I'm almost gonna describe as purposely running red lights. Oh yeah, like oh that happens a lot lately. Like I just see people yep. like they're just driving through red lights, mm-hmm. like not not running a red light. Like just be I'm like, I'm driving through I've been, it. Now right. I did that one time. I straight up ran a red light. I was like, I sat at this turn signal, this red turning signal. I sat at that. I'm not exaggerating for a solid like eight minutes. Yeah. Oh yeah, that happened to me in Ellensburg like, once you for college. Be me. Like, I mean, it's it was like 3 a.m. in the morning, yeah. and the light wouldn't turn. It was literally six, eight minutes later, and I was just like, at sure. some point I have to go. Right? Yeah. Of yeah. course, like there is literally not another car. Out on the road right now, Sit let the alone cop behind the sign, like right. you know, yeah, always. But I would, I'd be like, bro, <laughs> this is what happened. <laughs> Travis, would you let us off? That's that's a question for you. Yeah, we'll pause for his response. Yeah, wait now. Who turned down for what? Yeah. Oh, I'm like, what did you just say? I'm like, that's you didn't it's, call me the right officer name. Officer turned down. Officer turned down for what? Down for what? All right, gotcha. All right, thank you for all the questions. If you have questions for us, you can always drop them in our Discord or message us on the Book of Faces or Twitter. The Book of Faces. The Book of Faces. That's actually creepy. Like, Isn't it, though? Well, the first time I said that, I was like, ooh, yeah. but I like it. Yeah. All right, let's wrap things up here because I want to go home. Me too. Um, cheap free games. There are more Game Pass games coming to what? Game Pass. Um, uh, I don't even understand this. Like, I do. Microsoft is like, I don't know, here's some more games. Shh, yeah, just right? let it happen. Just let it happen. <laughs> um, Shh, just... On Thursday, when this episode goes up, March 21st, you are going to get Deus Ex, Mankind Divided, which is awesome. That very well may be uh, our DLC plays for May. We're... It is fun. We'll see. We'll and it see. got great reviews when yeah. it came out. Um, also, this one little game that you may have heard of. We talked to the dude, uh, the creative director. Yeah. It's called What Remains of Edith Finch. It is so good. So, it's so, like so three good. hours long. Just go play it. Get Game Pass, 14-day trial, and play What Remains of Edith Finch. It is, it is amazing. Mm-hmm. Absolutely amazing. All right. And then in about a week, on March 28th, you're going to get The Walking Dead Michonne. <laughs> Screw that game. You. Whatever. <laughs> Hush your face. He's just a hater now. Seriously. Um, and then also on March 28th, Vampire? I think it is actually Vampire. Okay, let's go with Vampire. Um, this is actually a relatively recent game. This only came out maybe maybe six months ago. And it was kind of one of those like AAA indie games. Um, uh, Patrick it's a Klepe- $60 game if yeah. you want to buy it. Patrick Klepek from um, Bless you. Waypoint adores this game and talks incredibly highly. He says that it's a game that is in no way perfect, but like reaches way higher than a studio of the size that created it probably should be able to and really liked it. It's got some really interesting systems. Um, you're a vampire who doesn't want to eat people necessarily, but has to eat some people. It's it's interesting. Oh. You're solving crime. It's supposed to be good. Okay, yeah, and it looks great. Yeah, it's a game that I've really wanted to play but didn't want to pay for, so yeah, yes. All right, then uh, the day after that, on March 29th, say it with me now, Operencia, The Stolen Son. I don't know anything about this game, but Neither golly, the page for it looks real pretty, so that's something. I was hoping you would all try and say that with me in no. case some, maybe I said it wrong. It's a role-playing game. Looks cool. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah. I know this game. Oh, well, good. 
Yeah, I know it's this fun. game. It looks real, real good. I want to play it. Do okay. it. Okay, I will. Well, yeah, probably not. Um, April 1st, Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite is going to be available to you. What is this? Is this I think a, it's a fighting, fighting game? game? Yeah, it's a fighting sure game. It looks like it. Um, it has crossplay too, between uh, Windows 10 and uh, Xbox players. Hey, so that's going to be cool. fun. Yeah. That Marvel vs. Capcom is fun when you're playing with casual players. But then when you like try to watch people play that at any level, you're like... I can't even I can't even understand what's going on. Like it's it's actually unfathomable to watch it right? and actually try to understand what is happening. Like when it's you watch so, them in the like, like in the arcades playing, it's just like two people just smashing against each other and just like blazers and blasts and I don't even interesting. Don't even know. <laughs> All right, over on the Epic Store. On the 21st, which is the day this podcast goes up for everybody who's not a patron, you are going to get Oxen Free for Oxen Free. Oh, it's such. Oxen Free is probably at my top three favorite games of all time. I met the artist for this game this weekend, and it was oh, my really? most obscene of like fanboy moments. I'm like, there's a little sign on her. She was at Comic Con. She had a little sign that said, Ask me about Oxen Free. I'm like, Okay, I'm asking you about Oxen Free. She's like, I drew it. I'm like, Oh, God. <laughs> Nice. So anyway, she is local, and I'm going to try and get over my fanboyism and see if she wants to come talk about Oxen Free for three or four hours. Because we've only spent six hours oh, talking about it on the show. God, I love that game so much. But yeah, it's I was super game. like, oh, that game's really good, and I love it a lot. And I played it, and then I made my wife play it. Now I'm going to slink away because this is weird. Thanks. Um, <laughs> I don't do great in front of people. <laughs> Clearly. Um, so, yeah, so that is going to be free on the Epic Store starting tomorrow or today. Sorry. One of my very favorite games. Play to play it. Over on the Humble Bundle side of life, you can pick up the Curve Digital Humble. It's the Humble Curve Digital Bundle, um, which you can pick up if you go to bindmepodcast.com slash humble. You should do that. Click that, and then uh, we got a little kickback. Now, so I don't know if you noticed my mouth went... <gasps> When I was looking at this, because in the one dollar or more tier, Stealth Inc. Two, a game of clones. Oh, have you ever played that no, game? No, I have not. Excuse me, I had something in my mouth. Play that game. Okay, I, I will pay it, a dollar and play it. I got it when they had a Nintendo Wii U bundle. Oh, I probably already own it too. Then yeah, um, and I played it on the Wii U, and O M G A W D. It is a great game. Oh, my God. Oh, okay. I was yeah. t- what, I'm like, what did Adam yeah. dispel? So, yeah, play that. For a buck, you also can get Zero Cleaner, which I've heard good things about, and a Little Acre, which I've never heard of. The Little Acre? Yeah. Is it like... I don't know. It's not for, the Big Acre. For a little less than $7, you can get Humans Fall Flat, which I've also heard is good, Smoke and Sacrifice, which has mostly positive reviews, and uh, Dick Bold, a dodgeball adventure. I'm I'm down for dodgeball adventures. That sounds like it could be a good time. It is a oh, single and multiplayer dodgeball game inspired by the 70s and its athletes. That sounds amazing. That might be my new like super dodgeball replacement. I am straight up and this. 100% down, down for that. So that's the other under $7 tier. And for 15 you can get For the King, which has very positive reviews. And uh, you okay. can also get Bomber Crew, which is a game I've always wanted to play and have never played. So maybe I'll pick up uh, all those and play them. I don't know about Bomber Crew. It's a literally a game about being a crew on a like a plane bomber. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, that well, changes well, everything. Uh, yeah. Right. <laughs> all right. So yeah, and you can Good also, stuff. like I said, you can pick up the Curve, uh, the Humble Digital Humble that Humble Bundle that we just talked about. The curve can, Digital Bundle. That one you can pick it up at bitemepodcast.com dot com slash humble. Yes.
Yeah. There you go. Um, no small bites, no troll corner. It's the show. All right. Signing off. Okay, bye. Um, no, find us online at bitemepodcast.com, B-Y-T-E, me, podcast.com, slash humble for our humble bundle, slash discord for a link to our discord channel, and join us there. And uh, yeah, patreon.com slash bitemepodcast if you would like to support our show that way for as little as a dollar a month. It's fun. We, yeah. we have a good time. You cool. should also come join our Facebook group, which I'm looking up right now so I can actually tell you what the URL is. You can go to facebook.com slash groups slash bite me podcast. We currently have like 42 people in there, 43 people in there. Hello, new and person. I, and I would love for more of you to come. So come, come hang out with us. It's fun. It's pretty active, yeah, too. It's super active. I'm really trying really hard to, when I post a link in the Discord, which I post a lot of links in the Discord, to cross-post them to Facebook. So there's actually been a lot of uh, discussion and stuff. And a lot of stuff that you actually hear us talk about here ends up there first. So it's uh, it's good. We discussed it there and then discussed it again. Cool. So, yeah, uh, you can find us on Facebook and Twitter at Bite Me Podcast, B-Y-T-E Me Podcast. And until then, we are out of here. Yeah, do you want to hear a joke, though? Yes. Sure. You have to turn in next week to find out. 